Hello, welcome once again to the Oklahoma Atheist Godcast. As ever, I'm your host, Damien. I'm here with my co-host, Chaz. And we're going to do a little bit of background here. that We don't, we don't usually give you guys background up front. But today, uh, we're talking to our new friend, Leia like Princess Leia, we need to give you a little background into what, what we're talking about. The um, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to quote from a Breitbart story on this, entitled, Atheist Group Bullies Oklahoma Schools into Halting Free Bible Distribution. Here's the, here's the story. The Duncan Public School District in Oklahoma has promised to prohibit the distribution of Bibles to students after an atheist organization threatened legal action over what it calls unconstitutional Bible distribution. That's in scare quotes in the article, because, you know... <laughs> Why would that be unconstitutional? The atheist group called the American Humanist Association sent an email to the Duncan Public School District after finding out that a teacher at Woodrow Wilson Elementary was handing out free Gideon Bibles during class time. The third grade teacher reportedly announced to her students that she had copies of the New Testament and asked if anyone would like one. Nearly all her students came up to her desk to get copies. The association alleged that one child felt peer pressured and coerced to follow most of his classmates and take one. The school district responded by sending a letter to the American Humanist Association assuring the group that the practice would stop. Okay, that's the excerpt from the story, and that's actually basically the background of the story. And today we're going to be speaking with the mother of the child who felt peer pressured and coerced. So could you tell us how it all started? Okay, well, I work until 7 o'clock every night. My son would walk home from school and call me and let me know that he was home, and and then the babysitter would come pick him up, so he's home for like five minutes before the babysitter gets here. And he called me at work to tell me, um, Mrs. Mackey handed out Bibles in class today. Oh, wow. And I went, what? <laughs> I was oh. like, like I, <laughs> I, I, I was shocked for a minute. And uh, my, son go, my son goes, yeah, she called it the New Testament. And he said it just like that with question in his tone because he doesn't know. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm glad they were only handing out New Testaments because the Old Testament has all that murder and genocide in it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think there's a lot of that in the New Testament, too. There's, I, you know, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of horrific stuff in it anyway. There's enough. There's enough horrific stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, so I got home and I asked my son what happened. And he said, Mrs. Mackey said that she had Bibles for anybody who wanted one and anybody... So everybody got up and went to her desk to get one, So and I didn't know what to do, so I got up and got one, too. Oh, no. Oh. What else yeah. can I do, really? Right. So um, so I contacted a friend on Facebook, and I said, what, you know, what do I do? Do I confront the teacher? Do I go to the principal? Do I throw it away? Do I burn it? my son was all for burning it he was like let's just burn it (laughs) so my friend said well let me talk to some people and i'll get back to you and then um she got back to me she said well an attorney an attorney with the american humanist association was going to be sending me an email so the attorneys she said well if you want i can write a letter to the school and so i was like oh okay i thought I, I didn't know half of what I know now at this point. Right. I thought, oh, okay, well, that might be better than, you know, me personally storming in there and, 
and making myself look like a fool and having, you know, having everybody hate me. Yeah, you wouldn't be looking like a fool, but you would they would find ways of hating you, I'm sure. They they would have definitely looked down on me and yeah. yeah I I mean now I've decided no matter which course of action I decided to take, they were gonna hate me for it. So <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't in this town, Sarah. Right. Um so she said, okay, she said, I'll send you a copy of the letter before I email it and make sure it's okay, and I'll make sure I keep it anonymous. And so I said, okay. And so she sent me a copy of the letter, and I didn't think it was that bad. It just said it just said that um, a concerned parent contacted us about one of your teachers handing out Bibles in class, and here's why, you know, here's the eight Supreme Court rulings or whatever it was, but why that's not okay. And why that can't be done. And we want um, we want a response from you within seven days to assure us that you're taking steps to correct this and that this won't happen again. Of course. And so I thought, okay, that you know, I said, okay, that sounds fine. So she, um, so the book, the Bible. Let me go back a minute. The Bible was handed out um, on a Thursday. It was the eve of Good Friday. And uh, there was no school on Good Friday, but they didn't call it Good Friday. They cl- they called it Inclement Weather Day. <laughs> they didn't even bother with like a parent-teacher conference day or whatever they have. No, yeah, no. They, <laughs> they called it Inclement Weather Day, even though it was beautiful out. And yeah. so there was so the books were handed out on the eve on Thursday, the eve of Good Friday. There was no school on Friday. The, um, Wait, you guys get Good Friday off? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I even got it off work. Oh, as wow. A hol- as a paid holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Like, do Have you ever heard of get, getting Good Friday off? No, but I think people should get uh, Ash Wednesday off so they don't look, look, have to walk around with the thing on their forehead. No, I think it should be a day where everyone has to walk around with a thing on their forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have like an A, like a, like a red A on mine. Just, just so that, you one know, or the other though. Level the field. Yeah. <laughs> so the attorney, so the attorney emailed the letter to the school on Saturday. This is from the 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 Apignani Law, the, uh, the American Human Association, right? Like. Yes. I can't so, say I can't say Apignani correctly because I don't know. I've never heard anyone say it out loud. <laughs> Monica Miller, an attorney with the American Humanist Association, All right. um, emailed the letter on Saturday. Um, on that was Monday, quick. yeah, they jumped on it. I thought so too. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Well, yeah, they they I mean, they jumped on it quick. So on Monday, I had seen it start to trend and start to pick up a little bit of. Uh, um, attention, you know, on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and um, but my son didn't go to school Monday. He had a doctor's appointment in Oklahoma City, um, and I had to work Monday. So my husband took our son to um, his doctor's appointment in Oklahoma City, and then they went to the atheist day at the Capitol. Oh. <laughs> and, we were there. Right. Oh, so you probably saw my husband and my son there and my husband came home and he said that this was all anybody up there was talking about (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, that's that's the first time I heard about it. Yes, and so I was like, wow, good news travels fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, think of the atheist uh, community in Oklahoma like a gossipy small town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, noticing, I'm, I'm noticing that. I'm noticing that. So, um, so then by Monday night, it, it was just a firestorm. I, you know, I was getting threats on social media. Uh, you know, so many people were messaging me. Are you the one who turned in the teacher? Because I'm a very outspoken atheist. Everybody knows. And, you know, you, you know, you should be ashamed of what you've done. And, you know, that poor teacher, she, I, I didn't want the teacher to get fired. And as a matter of fact, I would have argued on behalf of the teacher to keep her job, because I think we do need teachers. And I think that in this instance, the teacher just made a gross assumption that everybody was of the same faith. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think she's a, I didn't speak, I didn't speak bad about, the, I'm not going to speak bad about the teacher. I don't think she's a bad teacher at all. And I just think that, you know, she made a mistake. Everybody believes the same way. So by Monday night, you know, everybody was in a huff, I guess you could say. Had they fired and, the teacher by this time? Yeah, did, they yeah. Actually, did the teacher actually get disciplined in some way? Um, I don't know the school. The response that we did get from the school um, said that they're not allowed to comment on personnel matters. Right. But I can tell you that um, the Bibles were passed out March 27th. Mm-hmm. April, I can tell you, April 8th. This particular teacher was awarded Teacher of the Month for March. <laughs> okay, uh. so she wasn't. <laughs> no. All, all those people uh, uh, scorning you for putting her livelihood at stake, they were a little off base there. I think so. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> it. Everybody blew this way out of proportion and got, yeah, every, yeah. That, and that's what happened. They, they blew it way out of proportion and they unleashed a witch hunt pretty much yeah. what it was. Um, so I didn't send my son to school on Tuesday uh, because I was like, it's just too, the situation's just too volatile. And um, just a little background on my son. He's nine years old. He's in the third grade and he does have ADHD and um, it's, been extremely hard for him to even make friends here um you know because of his disability the kids don't understand it they tell him he talks too much well that's the nature of the beast of the disability that he has so um so but i you know but i just couldn't i i felt it would be awkward for my son and it would be awkward for the teacher to have my son in her class and so I just kept him home Tuesday. Wednesday, all the parents in town had their kids carry their Bibles to school with them in oh. support of the teacher. Solidarity. Oh, heaven. Oh. I thought, I can't send my son to school like that because I can't, I can't let him face that ridicule. You know, oh, why don't you have a Bible? Yeah. You know, and all the things that they're going to tell him about, you know, he, he's going to go to hell or whatever. And I, so I kept him home on Wednesday, Thursday, it had just peaked into such 
it, it was just such a mess. It was just such, um, you know, I was getting, people were posting on social media about how they're going to run me out of town. And um, I saw one that somebody posted snitches end up in ditches. And so I wasn't, I wasn't really, I couldn't believe that this was still happening, that they were still talking about it. And I wasn't really sure at this point exactly how serious to take the threats. So, so these people so, are actually making like vague death threats on like Facebook. Yes. On, under their own name. Uh, yes. Like I could right now look up who these people are and where they live. <laughs> um. Yes. I actually, I have a friend who emailed me every single comment. I have thousands and thousands of comments. They made these threats on a Duncan sound off page which I have been banned from. And every one of my supporters got banned from this page. So they're not actually Duncan supporters if they're against them. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you're only allowed to take one view on this page. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. It's Duncan Sound Off Raw, and the owner of the page is supposed to be all about free speech, but it's only if you agree with him. If right. you don't agree with him, then he kicks you off the page. I have never heard of this happening ever on the internet. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally a first to me. I couldn't even go on this page and like try to defend myself. My kids were allowed on the page. I have two older children and they're um, 19 and 21 and they went on the page and, you know, they tried to stick up for me and, and defend their mom and stick up for their little brother because they were attacking my son too and saying horrible things about my son of course. and so of course his older brother and sister were on there like don't even start attacking a nine-year-old little boy who doesn't even know the half of what's going on right oh my god and well so they got kicked off the page and <laughs> and my sons um they attacked my son's girlfriend you know they attacked her and this is what they did they didn't have they didn't have any science they didn't have any facts they didn't have any logic they didn't have any study peer reviewed studies they didn't have any supreme court case law so they attacked us personally they attacked us as people they attacked us as members of the community they attacked me as a parent um and the name calling and the shaming was just so because they didn't have anything else to fall back on. Yeah. Which to me was ridiculous. It was petty and shallow and just so far beyond ridiculous. I don't really understand the. It, it seems to be like you just threatened them by making them feel a little bit self conscious about their actions regarding you know handing out Bibles indiscriminately because you know they weren't standing up to any consequences nothing happened to the teacher nothing's changed wednesday everyone was behind this view so they all brought their bibles to school so it's right. not like they felt like their views were in danger they just wanted to jump on somebody but that's what they felt like they felt like i was and that's what they turned it into they turned it into an attack against the bible an attack on the bible and an attack against religion and it wasn't an attack against the bible and it wasn't an attack against religion of any it was a it was a stupid first amendment infringement yeah my son's first amendment right was stomped on right and i stood and i stood up for the protection of that i'm not trying to take anybody's bible away from them I, so, it's crazy how it's, it's considered an attack that they don't get to evangelize to everybody yeah 
Like, if anybody else, if anyone tried to go in there and be like, here's here's a pocket Quran, here's a pocket Bhagavad Gita, here's a pocket Satanic Bible or whatever, they all have been calling. They would uh... lose their minds. <laughs> yeah, they would lose right. their minds, and and no and nobody would call it an attack on the Bhagavad Gita if they weren't allowed to pass that out in the classroom. And if it had been passed out in the classroom, and I had been the one to stand up, say against the Satanic coloring book. Then I'd be a hero in that case. Yeah, I have one of those coloring books. If you if you'd like a copy, sure, send me a few. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of. You're I glutton for lot, punishment. Yeah, I have a lot of downtime at work, which um, which would be funny because a, a supervisor, an actual supervisor at my work, posted on this Duncan Sound Off Raw page. She said um. She said, everybody check your cats. I heard she has her daughters collect cats so they can sacrifice them. <laughs> Please tell me it was a bad joke. No, she was serious. No, no, wait, shit. I thought, she, I thought it was a joke. No, no she no. was dead serious. The thing about that, the thing that makes that so funny, I was like, my daughter's 21 years old. She lives in Nevada. <laughs> And and what does she do with the cats in Nevada? I mean, I have, <laughs> yeah, we must the, follow the this question down. has been raised. We have to check and see if it's true now. Actually, her husband's allergic to cats, so they don't <laughs> they don't go near him. <laughs> her boyfriend's allergic to them. <laughs> uh, honey, have you been sacrificing cats again? <laughs> My eyes are really killing yeah. me. <laughs> I well and I well and I had somebody post for me, you know, silly. I had somebody post for me, silly rabbit babies are much easier. To handle in such situations, <laughs> French cheer with ketchup. <laughs> oh, almost, almost any animals are, are harder to sacrifice than babies. I mean, human babies. Yeah. Because the other animals right. come out, they're they're all like able to walk and move, and they have claws. Yeah, they have claws. Human defense. babies just sit there and just, they're defenseless. <laughs> so, I'm sorry to say this in front of a new dad. I feel kind of, kind of bad to point that out. <laughs> well, <laughs> so um so anyways so I pulled him out of school. Thursday, um, a friend of mine who homeschools her kids offered to homeschool my son for me, and she lives way out in the country, and her kids have never been to any school here ever. Now I know why. <laughs> um, so, so, um, so I pulled RJ out of school, and he was excited about being able to go out to my friend's farm and being homeschooled out there. And um, she has some boys that are his age, and she he loves it out there. So his school is so actually though he's getting a better he's getting a better education out of it, honestly. <laughs> so <laughs> well, that's, that's so, good. You know what? I was I I was I was scared at first. I really was, and you know, um, I'm not scared anymore. I think you had good reason to be scared. I mean, that that seems to be borne out. <laughs> this is a outrageous how big a town is duncan i mean i know of duncan but i think it's not that big you know it's i think it's about i think it's about it's right at it like twenty eight thousand people man i just think it'd be harder to mobilize that many people against one person i guess religion's just perfect for that you know they did um you know they did organize a huge prayer circle right in front of the school was it around a pole no no it wasn't around the pole it was across the street from the school which was scary because i live there's i live 
six houses up the street from the school. Oh. Like, there's like there's like eight houses on the block, and I live at one end, and the school's at the other. Wow. So now you have to drive way out to the country so I to get can... better education when you can practically just yes. walk to school. Oh man. But I did that. But I did that when we first moved here five years ago too. This has been. You know, this has been an ongoing problem. My um, daughter went to, let's see, we moved here. My daughter was a, um, I think she was a sophomore um, when we moved to Duncan from Nevada. And um, when she, you know, her first day at Duncan High School, everybody wanted to know what church she went to. Of course. <laughs> yeah. 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 And she told them, I, I'm agnostic. I don't go to church. Agnostic? <laughs> they didn't know what the hell she was talking about. <laughs> right. Agnostic? Isn't that like a punk band? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they called her a devil-worshipping lesbian transvestite whore. Jesus. These are all the things that I look for in my OkCupid okay profile. She <laughs> <laughs> basically checked all the good boxes there. <laughs> My daughter's hands off. <laughs> <laughs> so she ended up, her going to Duncan High School was so bad for her. Um, she ended up graduating from the Edge, which is the alternative high school here. Oh, yeah. Okay. She went and interviewed. You have to interview with the principal of the alternative high school to get in. And she's always been she's always been a really good girl. She's always gotten straight A's, never any problem. Uh, she went to interview with um, the principal. You know, she's not married. She's not pregnant. She's not in any kind of trouble. She's, you know, straight A's at school. And the principal looked at her and said, you're not the usual type of student we accept here. Why are you asking you know, to come to the alternative high school. And she of broke course. down in tears. She broke down in tears. And she said, because if I have to spend one more day at Duncan High School, I will straight drop out. Yeah. Yeah. And so the principal and the principal, she was great. Principal said, okay, see you tomorrow. <laughs> he probably <laughs> understood it, you know. Right. I did. I did. And then um, and then my, my other son, who is... So my daughter's 21 now. My my other son, who's 19, started going to Duncan High School. And the bullying there was so bad. Well, we pretty much went through the whole thing where, you know, now your child's not even in Duncan School. So the end game is that they... The gist of the story is um, I have three children who have tried to go through Duncan Schools and none of them have made it very far. (laughs) And not all because of religion, just because of small-mindedness, you think? Yes. Yeah. Small minds create big problems. Right, but I think it. I think the the religion thing has does have a lot to do with it. Yeah, I think it's a great way of, uh, you know, making sure you know who is a good person. It 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 defines the battle lines pretty easily. Yeah, it allows, it allows for clear cut identity. Cool. Yeah. I, I'm part I, of the, part of the group. Yeah. I definitely going through this experience. I definitely found out who my real friends were and who they weren't. And I did have, you know, I did have Christian supporters and well, I had supporters of all faiths. I had Christian supporters and I had Mormon supporters. And, uh, uh, it was so cute. Uh, uh, 
an 80-year-old Mormon woman from Utah yeah. actually messaged me and told me that she said this town has one of the worst persecution complexes she has ever seen. And that's what she <laughs> called it persecution complex, yeah. And, and she, she would was, know as a Mormon. Yeah, the as Mormon, a Mormon. Mormons were actually literally persecuted in America, <laughs> yeah. unlike, say, Duncan Christians. Right, or, or Duncan atheists. And <laughs> yeah. that's what got to me, too, is I didn't, I didn't say a word about anybody. I didn't say a word about any of them on social media. I didn't attack them personally. I didn't attack their faith. I didn't. And they were all attacking me, but they were the ones that felt persecuted. Not yeah. your chance. Would you like to attack their faith on <laughs> like right now on the show? Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. We would need probably a few more hours. <laughs> Comments are closed. <laughs> right. I'm not attacking I'm not attacking faith. I'm not attacking religion. If it works for you, that's great. You know, go be go in peace and be happy. It's just not for everybody. For the record, I Should am attacking faith. Through. I think faith is a terrible way to go about business. Like you could just believe anything on faith. Anything at all. Like like, this guy, he was going to kill his son in a human sacrifice, and he's awesome for it. Yeah. You can believe stuff like that. It's in there. It's in their book. The book that they hand out to children. My God. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, I had to pull my son out of gymnastics. Um, oh, God. Oh, yeah, There's the, more things you had to pull him out of? Yeah. The, the, the lady that's homeschooling him was also his gymnastics coach. And when she mentioned that she was going to be homeschooling him... Um, the owner of the gym went to her and said, well, we don't think that you should coach boys team anymore. And she's been coaching boys team for years and they took her off of boys team five days a week. And now she's coaching four and five year olds, two days a week. Oh, wow. So just so for being even... tolerant, she's getting shit at work. Yes. Oh my <laughs> God. Wow. They're really going the extra mile. So, right. So her daughter is also a coach there. And we tried to take we tried to take RJ back to gymnastics the Wednesday after all of this, and um, she told me that her daughter called her just absolutely livid because the new coach had turned RJ's routine so completely upside down he didn't know which way was up. And he has ADHD, so he thrives on that stability, and any kind of change just throws him for a loop. Yeah. And uh, he didn't know which way was up. She sent him out of class three times because he didn't know what to do, and eventually told him to go home early. Just, oh. you know, his dad was sitting out in the parking lot, but just said, just kicked him out of the class. Just kicked him out. Wow. So, so the, and so I had... Up. So it gets better. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to know. So, so I had just paid his tuition for the month of April, and I had prepaid for May as well. He was there one day for April. So I went, I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. So I went in to pull him out and get my money back because he was there a half a day, which they still charged me a full day for. <laughs> but... She and so the lady, I told the lady, I'm pulling RJ out. I want my money back for April and for May. And she looked at me straight in the eye and she said, Oh, why are you pulling him out? Do you have a lot going on right now? 
I looked at her, I looked her dead in the eye and I said, that's exactly it. How did you know? <laughs> How could you guess? And she didn't say a word. I get the feeling you're part of some gigantic, massive, yeah. coordinated you know? prank campaign. <laughs> it's like the whole town is punking your ass. Yeah, it is. It 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 really is. It, it really is messed up. And you know, but you're not. This is the way most of the people around here have grown up. This is all they've known all of their lives. So this is what's normal to them. And you're uh, just throwing it off kilter, huh? I I, I just yeah. don't. It's weird to think that. You know, just like living in the Oklahoma City suburbs, we have to encounter more diversity. People just yeah. have to learn to get along with Mormons and unbelievers and all kinds of different things that aren't exactly what they're used to. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I, I don't. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't get it either. I don't get the one-sided ideology that everybody has to be of the same faith and everybody has to do the same things and. I, I don't get it either if you're you know I, if you're if you're a good person you know I don't care which god you pray to as long as you're not hurting anybody you wouldn't think they would care either you wouldn't think so but obviously it's very personal to them and they're very passionate about it I just yeah. wish that they would have shut up long enough to listen to my side of the story but they didn't so <laughs> What are you gonna do? I don't. I don't know. What I mean, where do you go from here? I'm not going. Not going anywhere. You sure? Because we got some really cool stuff here in the city. You're right. I would. You know, I would love. I've told. I've told these. I've. This is. I've heard this so many times, and I hate it. If you don't like Duncan, move. Well, that's a lot easier said than done. Of course it is. Yeah. Um. Because because I'm locked into a house payment for one, and which I'm upside down in because the real estate market around here is crappy. So I would have to I would have to be able to at least sell my house for what I owe on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which right now which right now I don't think I could do. Um, my I my mother's here. She's disabled, so I couldn't leave her behind. It my job is here. My husband's job is here. It's just it's a lot easier said than done to just move. So actually, a friend of mine got snarky and suggested a GoFundMe account to raise enough money to get me out from underneath my house so that I could leave. <laughs> you guys want me gone so bad? Pay me. Uh, ask our friend Rebecca Fitzman how that how that worked out for her. Yeah, she's in Seattle now. They're in Seattle. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. You remember? Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know she was in Seattle. Yeah, after the, after they raised all that money for her to get back on her feet because their home was leveled, um, yeah, they're, they're like, I don't know if we can live here in Moore anymore. What what's what place feels comfortably far enough from Moore, Oklahoma, <laughs> Seattle? And you know, every tornado season, I hope for a tornado to wipe out my house because I do have insurance on it. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I do Just have take the actual cash value and get the hell out. Right. That's a really right? weird thing to hope cash, for. <laughs> I do have a I do have a cash cash out policy on my house and um I think um yeah, I think I would get about twice what I owe on my house if a tornado yeah. wiped my house out, so 
Take my house, please. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, every tornado season, I pray to the flying spaghetti monster that he sends a tornado through my house so I can get out. <laughs> I will never complain about my life again. <laughs> I have to go back through my Facebook and clean up some of the old griping. <laughs> Oh, they did that too. They went back through mine and my son's Facebook from like five years ago. Like, uh, like looking for anything you might done. Oh yeah, my son and I had a fight on Facebook like five years ago. He's living in Utah. They went back through my son's Facebook, screenshotted that argument, and posted that to say, "See, she's a bad mom." Wait, oh parents fight with their kids? No. Yeah. Oh yeah, so. one lady was like, one lady was like, oh, I have screenshots of her bitching about her kids. What parent doesn't bitch about their kids? I don't know. I bitch. My kids are tyrants. I'll be the first one to admit it. They are tyrants. My kids are. I and I bitch about them all the time. I really do. But does <laughs> that mean that I don't love them? No, of course not. And does that mean that I don't do everything I can possibly do for them? No, of course not. I hate when they attack my parenting. Yeah, I would too. I, I, I did good. I did. Good. I did a good job with those kids. So yeah. <laughs> nobody's gonna tell me any different. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's it's um. But we're not, you know, for the time being, whether they like it or not, we're here to stay. Unless they want to buy my house, which is for sale. <laughs> You should you should totally put that out there on that whatever that uh, voice of Duncan page. Mm-hmm. Like, Look, if you guys really want to get rid of me, here's there's the way to do it. <laughs> it's pretty simple. <laughs> Buy my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for so much for coming on the show. We can't wait to get this all edited up and and put online so we can get your story out there. Yeah, send me send me the link because tons of people are like, I want to hear it. I want to hear. It. Oh, cool! Excellent. Yeah. You might be. You might actually have some people clamoring. <laughs> No, now suddenly I'm worried about the sound quality. The Oklahoma Atheists Godcast is produced by the Oklahoma Atheists. The mission of the Oklahoma Atheists is to develop a community of individuals and families who value and promote critical thinking, free thought, reason, and a scientific worldview, and who seek to have a positive effect on the community at large through fellowship, rational discussion, community service, and education. For more information, please visit our website at www.oklahomaatheist.com. The music for today's show is from the song God is Dead by Jaron Lake and is reproduced here under a Creative Commons license. Jared's music in the Oklahoma Atheist Godcast are hosted courtesy of the Internet Archives Community Audio Collection, available at www.archive.org. To join discussion about the ideas presented, presented in today's show, please visit our blog at blog.oklahomaatheist.com.